Hey, it's Jay here. So before we get into the next episode of Rock and Roll American Football, just wanted to ask a really quick favour. If you can go and follow us on Twitter at RNR, that's R-N-R, like the letters, RNR American, and do me a favour and uh, go and rate and review on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. That'd be great. Let's get to it. Rock and Roll American Football Podcast. Absolute Radio. And welcome to, oh, I guess, near week eight now of the uh, Rock and Roll American Football Podcast. My name's Jay Lawrence. Carter, still still away. He's still away. So I've had to bring in a super sub. You thank, all right with that? Thank you very much. I, do, I just want to say right at the beginning, Andy Bush here, by the way. I just want to say right at the beginning, uh, me appearing twice on the trot is nothing to do with the disappearance of Carter. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm not yeah, involved. There's yeah. been a lot of tabloid stuff lying around. I, I literally, I don't know where he lives. He's not replying like, to any of my messages, you know. That's so what, this is it. He said he, he, he met a friend and wants to go travelling around the world. Oh, and that, yeah. He's left his bank uh, state, you know, details <laughs> and everything with me, and that's fine. I, if you have any questions for Carter, leave them with me. Do not get in touch with his family. Fantastic. I'll tell okay. his 10-month-old that, shall I? <laughs> oh, OK. There's quite complications. Uh, Jay, I'm going to be back. I just made, need to make a couple of calls. Uh, so coming up uh, on the show, um, we've got the we've got the uh, the round the NFL lot in a little bit later. Uh, they've cut, they, they were over about a week and a half ago. They came over for um, the London games, do some you know, Sky Sports stuff and, uh, and whatever, and it was great to catch up with them, get their take on what's happening in the NFL and, you know, uh, the NFL in, uh, in London as well. So they're, they're coming up a Are they the ones you, on. you harangued about not knowing what a fry-up was on last week's show? That's correct. Yeah, you, okay. did, you did hear a bit of this, didn't you? Yeah, yeah and I, I think I, I, I was thinking about this afterwards and I really think that maybe I played the <laughs> you don't know what a fry-up is. You have card. no idea what a fry-up is. That's dreadful. Oh Unbelievable. Uh, exactly. We will you find out. Hit, hit, I imagine at the end you just hit them with your cloth gloves. <laughs> yeah. I, I actually said to I demand a duel. That's yeah. really what I said to them. I, I bite my thumb at you, sir. Ten paces. <laughs> Queensbury or Foxbury? Uh, we'll hear from them a little bit later on as well. We're also going to we'll, we'll talk a little bit about the, the first game uh, at Wembley Stadium this season as well. And plus, there's a, a new pun-based game. I can't wait for that. That's what radio is, is built upon in, in this era. The enthusiasm yes. is so put on. But I appreciate it regardless. Uh, let's do a little bit of a sum up, though, of what's uh, been happening over the last few days. The Rock and Roll American Football Podcast. Absolute Radio. So in arguably the most short-sighted uh, move of all time... Atlanta Falcons running back Devonta Freeman. There we go. Devonta Freeman was ejected on Sunday for throwing a punch Ooh. at Los Angeles Rams defensive tackle Aaron Donald. Why would you do this? Why would you throw out of anybody that you could possibly throw a punch at? Yeah, you do it at arguably the one person in the whole of the NFL that you really do not want to do that to. He's a big lad, isn't he? Aaron he is, Donald. He's a massively big lad. I don't know if, if I I wouldn't be able to. It does take me back to being forced to play rugby at school, which I was petrified of. There was that lad. There's always every year's got one lad like that. You think if it's just him and me left, and I've got to stop him getting into what's it called at the end of so, rugby? What the? Uh, it's not the end zone. No, is it's it? not the the. <laughs> the neutral the try line <laughs> over the try line can anyone please tell us what that's that is that's dreadful rugby? isn't it rugby world cup and terrible we don't know what's going on we get it over the line I just don't want to be facing him I'm also loving the fact that you're equating the big guy that you went to school with to Aaron Donald Nick Crook I can tell you what his name Nick is Nick Crook Torquay, uh, Torquay Cup of Maine Nick Crook I think he was a bouncer at a local nightclub at the age of 15 
this season, Wembley Stadium hosts, uh, this weekend even, Wembley Stadium hosts its first NFL game. I've just realised what you just said. That is dreadful. He's a big lad. Um, this weekend, Wembley Stadium hosts its first NFL game of the season with the uh, 0-7 Cincinnati Bengals playing the 4-3 and LA Rams. We'll talk about that a bit later. But if there's any other winner but LA, it'd be as much of a surprise as you, Bush, not ever getting any more tweets saying that you look like anybody that's wearing a pair of glasses. I am fair. I think it's glassicist. Gla- it is. It's Spectaclist. That's why the, that me, makes more sense. me and you doing this show is a triumph for the human spirit. Do you know what I mean? We're, doing, we're talking about it rather than playing it. it makes we, kind of sense. We don't it? get the girls, but damn it, we get the airtime. Uh, and New York Jets quarterback Sam Darnold had the worst game of his fledgling career on Monday night as his offence didn't score one point against the New England Patriots. Halloween came early for him as he admitted on the night... Seeing ghosts. He's seeing ghosts. Do you know what? I, uh, I've got kind of interest in underdog teams. I mean, I like the Cleveland Browns. They're my team. Uh, but something about watching the Jets is so embarrassing that oh. I can't bear to watch it. It is at the moment, though, isn't it? I they've do got feel the, a little bit bad for him. Who's the good guy that's gone to them? They've got a good guy. Oh, Le'Veon Bell. Yeah, mean. so Le'Veon I feel Bell. for him. It's like, you know, if your team signs a really good player and then everyone's terrible. Like Fabian Delph coming to my team, Everton. <laughs> I feel bad for him because yeah. it's like, we're not always like this. We, you know, we have got promise and hope. I feel Poor a little guy. bit bad because, because especially because Le'Veon Bell spent that he spent the whole season out essentially to try and you know get some more money and he yeah. got a bit he got a bit of money let's not get that wrong yeah. but at the same time he's not got any hope definitely this season and probably not for the next couple seasons I'd say 10 years or maybe I feel a bit bad Sam Darnold uh, he's not a bad he's a good quarterback he's the one that went down with mono aka the kissing disease did, did he really? he went down with went down with mono yeah well the weird thing is with that it's like uh, obviously it's, you know it's an embarrassing illness from what appears to be the medieval times but yeah. at least you can say it's you've not, got it it's not gout it's not gout or, yeah, or you know, something like dropsy <laughs> but uh, you know it's, it's kissing disease so at least it looks like you've, you've, got, you've got some action yeah, at the same time though, it's it's, a, it's, it's the it's the kissing disease. It's, it sounds like something you get when you're 15 rather than. Uh, you I know. think I think fair play. I'm gonna whatever I get next, whatever thing. If I'm off work, whatever, I'm gonna say kissing disease. You got the kissing disease. Got the kissing disease. All right, I've already spread the rumor, so it's fine. There you go. Um, I do feel a little bit bad for him, but at the same time, um, I, I was watching the game against the Patriots, and it seemed like every time he threw the ball, it was intercepted. So you know, you can't you can't feel that sorry for him. It's a 24 hour like panic attack watching the Jets at the moment. Don't do it. That's a great line, actually. It we're is. going to steal that line. It's horrible. So we're going into uh, week eight of the season. That kind of means that we're we're basically halfway through the regular season, Bush. Yes. Uh, of which there's been, you know, some highlights, some lowlights, some strange things, uh, and some surprises as well. So I figure, Bush, first thing we can do on the show today is talk about our the one big surprise that mm-hmm. we've had so far through eight weeks of the NFL regular season 2019. Would you like to start? Shall I start? I got, I'll kick off. Go on. I, uh, for me, uh, I, I, and obviously we've just been talking about Fellam lad there having a nightmare at the Jets, uh, it's all the injuries, all the quarterback injuries we've got going on. So we've got, uh, correct me if I'm wrong in terms of people, like frontline quarterbacks that are out. Mahomes is out. Patrick Mahomes is out, yeah. He, Roethlisberger, he's yes, out. he is. Jared yeah. Goff is out. Is he out? No, Jared Goff is okay. He's, he's okay. The, he's, the one, he's the one that's all right. Uh, Matt Ryan, is he out? Matt Ryan is potentially out this weekend. And he, if he loses, if he doesn't play this weekend, it'll be the first time in his whole career that he is not yet uh, you know, suited up for a game. Because he's like one of those people that's uh, in, invincible, indestructible. So you've got all these kind of frontline quarterbacks. I don't know what's been going on, whether the big surprise is the... Uh, 
they're not being protected properly or something. I thought the game had changed where they're protecting them a little bit better. But it's kind of like the rise of the backup guy. You know, every team's got a, a perennial backup guy. So was it Chase Daniels, is that his name in uh, in Chicago? Yeah. You know, give the, the backup he is guy the a peren- He is the perennial backup guy. He must have had a handful of starts in, in over 10 years of his career. But he's happy. He's the Carlo Cudicini of American yes. football. Where he's quite happy, bar the odds, uh, Harley Davidson accident, to just sit on the bench and take the cash. <laughs> I kind of admire, I admire his laziness. I think, I, do you know what, what's nice about this situation though is, is you're right when you say the perennial backups get a chance, but there are a few situations as well where there are the younger quarterbacks that now get that opportunity that might have had to sit for a while yeah. or might never have maybe got that opportunity. We only need to look at uh, what I've been call- who I've been calling the show host slash the person that we talk about quite a lot, Gardner Minshew II Love him. from uh, Jacksonville Jaguars. He was drafted in the sixth round. Isn't necessarily somebody that's going to just go walk into the team. Mm-hmm. But what with uh, big Nick Foles, yes. you know, he's off. Yep. He's injured, first game of the season, and he's taken his chance. And now it could be that the Jaguars might ship Foles. Yeah, well, this is, is this is the opportunity that these players get. Given the chance. And I just think you, you're in the background, you, you, you keep your head down, you're just working really, really hard. And I mean, I feel bad for Chase Daniel because I, I feel like they shouldn't have replaced, brought uh, Trubisky back in again. I thought he did really well in, in the, what I saw him play. Well, if you look at uh, Mitch Trubisky uh, in the last game, he played the Saints. I watched the game. Oh, man. Bad. All I can say is, oh man, it's not good. It was, it was, it was a dire. It, the, the score looked way, but looked way better than it was. I think it was thirty-five twenty-six or something like that. But he did not get anything going until about two minutes left in the in the whole game. And I feel like when panic attack seems to be the theme of this podcast, I feel like he's having some form of. It must be a nightmare being a quarterback because it's all going on in your head and it gets worse and worse the more you're getting hit and dumped on the ground. But wasn't he picked by the Bears ahead of Mahomes? He was picked ahead of Mahomes. Not only just Mahomes. Now be, being picked ahead of Mahomes is a lot to, to handle. Yeah, I'm sure on the be, psyche. That would but when you. you've got Deshaun Watson as well, yeah. the Houston Texans, somebody else who's been playing, at, you know, arguably an MP, MVP level this. this year and somebody yeah. that they're definitely gonna you know keep hold of for the future man i mean what, what what's that and it's not his fault no, it's, it's not, not his fault, fault but, but at the, the same time he would live with that do you know what i mean and they traded up for him the bears traded up for him so, so it just gets worse i feel sorry for him actually i, I, I take it all back mitch mate i'm really sorry call me so you call you call you call me well no just if, want it, to if chat. it ends up anything like carter i don't think he wants to have anything to do with you oh, frankly god bless you carter <laughs> um i'm gonna i'm gonna go with uh, something a little bit different actually i'm gonna okay. say that um now, we've spoken about this a little bit on the podcast already, but I don't like the notion of tanking. Okay. I find it quite disrespectful for, to the fans. Yeah. You've got two teams that one is being accused of tanking and the other is just accused of being straight-up naff. Imagine that, though. Imagine getting accused of tanking and you're not actually tanking. Well, that's it. That'd so, be terrible. Well, that's interesting, though, isn't it? Because that's the, there's no doubt the Miami Dolphins are not tanking, as in the players, sorry. Yeah. The players aren't suing up. They're not going on the field and thinking, looking forward to uh, losing uh, 50 uh, to, to zero today. You we're going to out-lose last week. Yeah, it's exactly. Last week was bad. We're really going to outdo it this week. Nothing like that whatsoever, no. But I think that the notion of tanking really surprises me purely because how can a team really think we're just going to purposely lose every single game or loads of games. Now, there's no one, it's not been explicitly said, has it? Yeah. But at the same time, come on. You've got Washington Redskins, meanwhile, who have mm-hmm. lost every game they've played, and the Bengals as well who have They're lost all every game. It. Now, the, the, the latter two, no one's accusing them of tanking. Yeah, no, it's true. It's they're, true. Just, they're just 
straight up bad. I always think I, the way to sniff out a tanking, and I'm quite obsessed with it because you'd never get it in, in any other sport. You certainly wouldn't get it in football, soccer or whatever. But um, it's the trading away of anyone good to start with. I think it's in the preparation. So mm. if you suddenly start to inexplicably l- allow players to go, then I think you know that a tank is on its way. If you it's catch inter- my drift. A, a tank is on its way. A tank is on its exactly. way. Um, I, I completely agree with you, but it's now got to the point, especially with Miami Dolphins, where they're like, right, well, we've, we've done that. Is there anyone else? Anyone else we can sort of ship? They're yeah. looking at, you know, running back Kenyon Drake, apparently, next. Well, I don't think they can afford to lose anyone else. However, unless they want to just do the best tank anyone's ever done. Ever, like, you know, maybe they should do an award at the end of the season for best tank. <laughs> best tank. Do you know what they need to do to stop tanking in the NFL? And this will take a bit of work. Go on. They need to bring in some form of relegation. Do you know what I mean? Because the only thing that's going to stop you from properly yeah. tanking and taking the mickey out of your own fans is the fact that you might drop down and end up playing Carlisle or whatever <laughs> the American equivalent of Carlisle is. Well, that's is. it. Well, if they had some sort of relegation system in, then that would be, that would screw the whole the whole league. Let's it do it. Screw the whole. Bring league. it in, man. Let's make them come over. And this is I don't mean this in any bad way, but let make them come and play a European NFL team. Make them go and play uh, Finsbury Park, Finsbury Rhinos Park. or something. Uh, uh, on London, London Blitzer in uh, Finsbury Park, I think. There Is that it? Go. I think that they're Come Finsbury and play, Park, right? Yeah. You bottom two, right? Yeah. Bottom two, you've been tanking. Well, what about this? Get on normal, don't have your own plane. You fly cattle class with everyone else. Play the, what are they called? London Blitz. London Blitz, Blitz in uh, Finsbury Park, Tuesday night, terrible traffic, tipping down with rain. In Stoke. In, you know, in yeah, Stoke, yeah, away yeah. game, in Stoke. <laughs> I, I used to say this, though, when I was over in America. Well, you did the same thing, though. You, you studied, didn't you, abroad? You studied right? there, mate, yeah. Yeah, exactly. Actually, so I was the resident same. there for a bit, so. <clears throat> exactly. Well, and I wasn't, but never mind. Okay. Um, well, I was there, and, uh, and I used to always think that the, the people I, I lived with were these, you know, big football players. They're playing linebacker, so these are big guys, you know. Yeah. Um, and I used to always think I would have loved them to have played the UEA Pirates, you know, where yes. I went to UEA. I'd have loved them to have played each other. Is that what your team was called? Yeah, well, yeah, UEA, the UEA Pirates. Cracking name. Arrgh. Oh, that was dreadful. That's I hated, so awful, hated that. Not, never doing that ever again. <laughs> oh, that was grim. Terrible Pirates. <laughs> um, you remember last week, Bush, um, we played the game... Um, I can't remember what the game. Oh, oh, uh, don't give a flying yeah. half now. Yeah, 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 yeah. You remember that? I remember that. Um, and you said, and we both said, really, didn't we, that it's okay to have a punny name? Um, did I say that? Well, I don't actually, think I, I, said I can that. tell you what exactly you said. Imagine Nick Chubb attacking me. I would. I wouldn't last out of thirty seconds. I'm trying to picture him attack you, really, but all I've seen is really him, him run. All I can think of is you me. actually just grabbing onto him from behind and him just powering forward. I just well, I go carry like, right, someone but, of my ilk. Well, no, he put the bush on his back. That's hey. weird. For you. There's, there's a game for you next week, Jay. What, what a on the back. brilliant pun name! Looking forward to that one. Don't do it, Jay. I think I know where this is going. Don't do it. Let's play oh. bush on your back. Okay, it's dead easy. How, this, right? what, how is this going to work? I can tell you how it's going to work. I'm not getting on anyone's back. No, I never no, no, literal back. <laughs> if you make me go on anyone's back, that'll be awful. Several NFL players slash teams slash coach slash officials are on your back, figuratively speaking. Right. right? They are the weight that is holding you down. Okay, right? right. And now you get the opportunity to say to certain people, get off my back. If you think they or you don't need to worry about, or, or you don't need to worry about their current circumstances, right? You can just say, "Get off my back." Get off my back. But if you think that they should still be worried, they are staying on your back. Okay. Easy as that. I like this. All right. Let's, let's you turn this around. Let's start with number one. 
Okay, we've already uh, briefly mentioned it. After QB Mitchell Trubisky's return to the team, mustered very poor offensive results this weekend against New Orleans. Let's start with the Chicago Bears offense. On your back or off your back? I think they've got some big problems. So what do I say? Get it? You're going to say stay on your stay back. on my back. You've got you guys got some big problems. Okay, wait. I'm, I'm going to get rid of this music purely because. I want to. I want to do this. So, so, what are you saying? I think stay on my back. Don't you dare get off Bush's back. You stay there till he dies. Hey, get what that? What's Donaldson getting involved for? He's getting. Uh, he's. He's. I think. I, I kind of just say, can you just record these bits for me? And then he's right. Yeah, all right. I like that. Easy. Weirdly, Pete's from Hartlepool. And that's exactly what people say to me <laughs> off the train there. <laughs> um, the Cleveland Browns are back in action this weekend against the New England Patriots. But I want to know about Baker Mayfield's on-field relationship with Odell Beckham Jr. What, is it something to be concerned about? That's what I'm saying. Is I, it something to be concerned about? I think about? it's all good. I think it's all good. Get, get off me back. Get off Bush's back. <laughs> Thanks, Pete. The Indianapolis Colts without Andrew Luck retired, now with Jacoby Brissett. Uh, I think there's something a little bit to be worried about. I was really surprised when he retired. So, yeah, stay on me back. Isn't Bush's back comfortable? I think you should stay there till he gets home and you can have an awkward... Oh, we've finished. It ended. Pro- end, oh, the end cut out. I did not want to know. I do not want to know what the end of that was. Let's, no, all right. Don't want to know what that is. Fuming. The Kansas City Chiefs minus the injured Patrick Mahomes. A big trouble. I think big trouble. He's such a legend. But I've, I've read this morning that it might be no longer than three weeks. So get off me back. Bush's back is so hairy. You should get off ASAP. Pete. Is that true? He's let himself go. Is no, he's true, not. Though? It's not. Pete, not he's true? always he give him a couple of beers. He's always saying that, and it's a shame. I've heard rumours. To be fair, well, there's been a lot of rumours going around, but that photo that Pete tweeted isn't. That's not my back. After a smattering of uh, what has been perceived as mistakes by fans, teams, and reporters, the on-field officials. Ah, now that is that's a thing going on at the moment. I've never seen so many flags thrown through the air. There's been a lot of huge mistakes, but having experienced the season we've had so far in soccer here in the Premier League, welcome to the club. Get off me back. Bush's back is so hairy. You should get off ASAP. And the notion of tanking. Uh, I love it. I want to bring it on. Get off me back. Get off Bush's back. There we go. There bring, we go. Like I said earlier on, bring in the concept of relegation potential. Come and play in Finsbury Park. Stop the tanking <laughs> instantly. Away game at Stoke. Yeah. Um, I'll tell you what we'll do, actually. Next time next time you're on, Bush. Um, depends we'll, we'll, we'll have a, turns yeah, out where the car it? depends what you've done. Let's see what happens. Um, next time you're on, what we'll do is we'll do a what would you change about the NFL. Okay. So, and you, can't, you can say relegation, but it's too easy now. You said it, so you have to come up with something I'd else. have a really right. slidey last 20 yards. Really slide, unbelievably like slidey. Uh, uh, what's it called? Something slide. You know, you know when some people put like bin bags in their back garden, yes. put water on them. Have that from the from in the red zone. The red zone slip is, and slide is a slip and slide. Yes, that'd be so good. But also, you know what? Your favourite players would just be injured, injured, injured. I know, but how good would that be? You don't literally end up with fans volunteering to play wide receiver. Because... Have you ever watched? Uh, have you ever watched the Pro Bowl? Because they have the Pro Bowl skills tests where they do stuff like well, not quite like that, but uh, you know they'll have. Uh, you know, or can the quarterbacks, you know, hit this from this certain oh, really? distance and they'll have uh, balls dropped from, you know, how many feet in the air and blah, blah, blah. That sounds like a fantastic addition. Like a the mini slip and slide. A mini game in uh, Madden or something like that. Can I ask you a really embarrassing question? Uh, in, from my own personal NFL knowledge. Oh, okay. I, they talk about the Pro Bowl or whatever. Is that an actual game? Yes. Do they actually play it? Yes. I've never seen it. It's, it's very, very fine. 
Is it good? It's okay. Is it all right? So essentially what it is, is that they get the best of the NFC versus the best of the AFC. Right. Uh, as voted by fans. I thought and they, they that put was next to each other. No, no, no. They, 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 they play each other. Who's now, the manager then? Uh, they have like managers. They choose. They change every year. Celebrities? No, no, no. Oh, could you imagine? Oh my! Danny God. Dyer. Danny Dyer as Danny <laughs> as the Dyer. See, that'd be really good. Mick Hucknall. Mick Hucknall. Mick that'd Hucknall, be good. Oh, offensive no. coordinator. Talking about how many women he's had. <laughs> um, anyway, what, what, what team? What colour would they play in? Why post? And I've had fifty at least. <laughs> fifty at least in December. The Rock and Roll American Football Podcast. Absolute radio. Bush, um, let's go over to uh, the Around the NFL guys. So they came over about a week and a half ago yeah. uh, before Tampa Bay, Carolina, that's right, um, that I was at. Um, and they caught up with them and just sort of got their take uh, on the NFL. So this is the uh, Rock and Roll American Football Podcast. Uh, Jay Lawrence here. Carter's not here. I'm joined by, um, oh, I feel a bit weird actually saying it, so I'm not going to say it, uh, a bunch of other people. Anyway, uh, so uh, Dan Hansis, Greg Rosenthal, Chris Westling, Mark Sesser as well. You're around the NFL podcast. Hello, guys. Hello. Hey, how are you? Hello. Um, first of all, um, how's your time uh, in London been? Who wants to uh, start with that so far? Well, I mean, we've been uh, very busy this time. We've gone from event to event. Uh, we Tomorrow is Saturday, which I would think is sort of more our day to get out and get around town and we, I think we all plans to go see a little bit more of London but we love coming here it's the, the fans are amazing they're super knowledgeable and uh, we've it's 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 the destination event for us two years in a row we hope it's 20 years in a row well put Mark I mean I thought that was really nice. thank you Dan. Yes. I'm now gonna destroy you <laughs> <laughs> the uh, this, as you say this is your second time uh, in London um, is there anything that you've kind of worked out the second time around being in the UK that you're like you've got a bit more of a, a handle on like ah this is real this is real London life last year we stayed on the west side and by the end of the week I had a general idea of where I was uh, and this year we're on the east side and I have no idea what's going on what's going on and then there's I guess protests by Parliament, and there's climate change is a situation that people are <laughs> fighting about, and it's leading to uh, massive traffic jams, which is disorienting me further. So I don't know what's happening, and I'm uh, I'm just tunnel vision to talk football. Everything in London is blurry to me right now. Okay, tunnel vision to talk football. Then this is the Rock and Roll American Football Podcast. So I kind of figure maybe really quickly we can count down the top three most rock and roll. NFL storylines that have happened mm. over the past few weeks. Now, you can take this in whatever way you want. You can take this in, you know, uh, Frank Gore being Mick Jagger still doing it when he's, you know, in his 60s or something like that. Or you can, all I'm going to say is that we've essentially banned Antonio Brown from the podcast. Don't really want to talk about him anymore, to be honest with you. Yeah. Um, we so, the same. Yeah, well, yeah, well, it's, it's just like, it just gets a bit of a farce, let's be honest. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, if anyone's got anything that they want to pop up, and I also think that. You know, whilst Gardner Minshew kind of seems like he might be a rock and roll star, you know, he's yeah, talks about him enough as well, to be honest. So <laughs> I feel like that's enough. But do love him like a rock star, so I think he would work out fine. He does have a bit of a you know, flamboyant Freddie Mercury vibe to him, uh, but 
If he's also banned from your show, we need to see a printout of who we can talk about. He's not banned. I just feel like, you know, I just, as soon as, as soon as I saw that he made his own jorts, I was just like, right, you know, this is going a little bit too... made his own jorts? Have you missed this? No, Mark Cesar has to answer to this. Mark, you're the biggest Minshew fan. You are the leader of Minshew mania. You're telling me there are jorts now being manufactured by Gardner Minshew? Come on, man. Totally fine with that. I think he knows he knows his target audience, and I'm more focused on Gardner Minshew's play on the field, which has been the thing that doesn't get enough attention because of all the off the field stuff. But you don't want to talk about him. So no, I could talk about him. It's just like I just feel like you know, it's the whole like thing surrounding him that I kind it's, of feel like there are like there are people that I think are bumping on that at this point a little bit. Dan has bumped entirely from the start on Gardner Minshew, and he will be proven wrong as he has been on I multiple so quarterbacks. So. I have something else. Um, Chase Winovich has a uh, Metallica bassist vibe to him. He's a little bit rock and roll. And, uh, yeah, it's kind of – that would be my pick. Why the bassist? Why are you going for particularly the bassist? He – I don't know. He doesn't have a front man type – he's a third-round pick, right? So he's not a front man. He's more just like a keep the, keep the beat going, you know, be the backbone of the band type guy and – He's had filled a nice role for Bill Belichick this season as a rookie. So Winovich with the base. I got one I'll try out on. How about Patrick Mahomes as Jimi Hendrix? Mm. Trying, you know, quarterbacking a little bit differently than than anybody's ever quarterback. Just the way Jimi Hendrix played guitar and and was a front man differently than anyone else ever was. Um, pulling off maneuvers that we just haven't seen. A little revolution. And to your because I know that's a older artists to your younger listeners Jimi Hendrix was a rock star <laughs> born in America he broke here in, in England and then uh, he's kind of a legend he's also he was a lefty guitar player mm. and Patrick Mahomes known uh. to throw left handed what's his Woodstock what's, what's, what's Patrick Mahomes Woodstock have we yet to see it yeah, we haven't seen his Woodstock yet. That's still to come. I think we will. But, um, yeah, that lasting moment that everyone's going to be talking about 50 years from now, it'll happen at some point. I mean, how about John Gruden and the Raiders being rock and roll? I don't think you're looking for, like, analogies to some previous rockers. But yes, ro- rock and roll is, like, defying expectations when people uh, don't see it coming and thinking you have no chance, including everyone in this room. We still are confounded how they're three and two, but they're doing it a different way that no one understands. That's rock and roll. I think one guy that keeps putting out the devastating records is Russell Wilson over and over. Totally reliable. Doesn't matter what's around him. He produces year after year. So he's the, uh, the, the rock and roll star that sort of like, you know, maybe had five albums or something like that. And it, you know, after like three, you're like, mm, is it really going to be as good? But, you know. He might be working on his best right now. Working on his best? His best of? Russell Wilson? I mean, I think he's emerging as like an MVP candidate, if not the leader at the moment. Um, so there we go. We've got some uh, rock and roll storylines happening in the NFL. Um, now, I just want to do uh, one more thing. Now, I, so very quickly, um, the, the, the rock and roll American football podcast, we, uh, co-hosted by Carter. Now, he actually, he's just uh, had a kid in the past 12 oh. months. He's got a kid. He's got a son. Now, uh, Mark, um, uh, do you mind if I ask you a personal question? Sure. So your um, your so your son. Oh, it's fine, but he has to do it because it's recorded, <laughs> no, so it's fine. Um, so your your you've named your son after now uh, Washington quarterback Colt McCoy, mm-hmm. um, then Browns. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is probably uh, you know we've just met and all of that. Is there any bit in you that sort of thinks maybe you shouldn't have done that? Well, so you know whenever you do the name process. I came up with a list of like 130, but 125 were immediately ruled out. 
Colt Sessler. We wanted a strong, like, one-syllable name. He's Colton right now. So the name got signed off despite my reasons for doing it. But the day he was born, the Browns drafted Brandon Whedon. And so Colt McCoy was essentially theoretically benched the day that Colt Sess- Colton Sessler was born. So the timing was odd. Um, I don't want to have my son kind of know about that as he gets older because he has his own identity and like I we're happy with the name that's the public release public unfortunately he's a, he's a huge listener to the Rock and Roll American Football Podcast yeah. and now yeah. he'll know well, I'll be pleased with that now the reason that I'm bringing that up it's not just to you know try and be horrible to you right now it's uh, because Carter massive New York Giants fan he says he didn't what's his son called his son is called Eli now, is he in a similar sort of situation to you, do you think? I think for Giants fans, I mean, Eli Manning, no matter what you ever think about him right now, slayed Belichick and Tom Brady in two Super Bowls. And he, he can walk, th- anyone named Eli, named after Eli Manning, could walk through the streets How of New York without an issue. The child is a newborn? Yeah, I mean, uh, 10 months old. There's no risk to it because Eli Manning is a Giants legend. Mark, to his credit, rolled the dice on a young quarterback thinking that uh, he could perhaps build a good NFL career, which not really, but still he's a nice guy, and we all respect Colt McCoy enough. <laughs> but, but naming your son Eli in 2019 when he already got the two titles in the bank, that was easy. Well, and what people don't know is he named him after Eli Apple, which is a <laughs> total embarrassment and uh, just got flamed as a giant. Uh, well, as a Saints fan, I take uh, a massive disrespect to that, but uh, but never mind. Uh, and just finally, um, we, we do this feature uh, called uh, Don't Want to Be an American Football Idiot. Now, not necessarily anything to do with American football. Listeners just pitching in questions to ask Carter. Just about America, nothing political, nothing religious, because can't that's be asked. Smart. Just going to give you one, if that's all right. Please. Really easy, hopefully. Name five things that are in a fry-up. In a fry-up? Mm. You can just do one each. Uh, fish head. Nice. To fry? A fry-up. What is a fry-up? Name five things in a fry-up. Uh, are you asking what we fry? No, I'm, I'm not. Fry up British fry-up. Um, I would go uh, shrimp. Yeah, no, not really. No, a fry-up. In, uh, English breakfast. So we're talking bacon. You had some eggs earlier. Mm-hmm. Uh, baked beans. Yeah, there we go. Banger. Banger would work as well. Yeah, Chris. All right, so I think it's fair to say that around the NFL... We learned something, and we thank you for it. Rock and roll. So then uh, tomorrow when you're having breakfast, you can ask for a fry-up, and you'll be surprised by whatever you get. Thanks so much, guys. Appreciate it. Thank you. Thank you very much to the uh, Around the NFL guys for uh, having a little bit of a, a catch-up and um, I think it's fair to say that they don't very, know very much about uh, English breakfasts. Probably for the best. I think overall health-wise, it's a good thing. But then pancakes are a, a very good American choice of uh, breakfast, to be fair. You're not sure, are they? Are you? I, I like them. You but look on your face. If there was a league table, I don't think uh, pancakes would be in a European position. Do you know what I mean? They wouldn't be... They'd be ninth or tenth. Would you, would, better than muesli? I love muesli. Oh, okay. So Muesli's just on the corner of uh, Europa Cup. <laughs> I haven't fully worked this out yet. No, I was thinking, there's a lot. There's a lot, there's of, a lot of analogies that you go that are just being yeah. plugged into one, and I'm not sure how it's working. If I'm completely honest with you, yeah. and there's something that um, that's happened several times this season that I've not quite grasped, uh, Bush, um, and I've, I've suddenly realised that it's happening this weekend, or one of them is happening this weekend. Okay, and that's something that I'm going to be calling uh, the Bird Bowl. <laughs> 
Sounds a little bit more, uh, you know, a bit, bit of gravitas. It sounds quite menacing, if anything. Exactly. Um, I did my best. Uh, what's that character off of Batman? Bane. B- Ugh. Is it Bane? Ugh. What's that? Hello, Bane. What is it? My name's Bane. That's better. There we go. My name's I didn't you know sound slightly Irish, to be honest with you, initially. Top of the morning no. to you. No. My name is Bean. <laughs> Bean. Hello. Bean is the kids' TV version of Bane. Bane. Uh, the Bird Bowl, uh, this is essentially this uh, when you get... Two bird teams playing each other. Dead easy. Seattle Seahawks versus Atlanta Falcons. I oh, figure yeah. I need to be keeping up with this. Oh, yeah. So I've got two, two questions to you. First Sorry, did of you all, make up the bird bowl? Is this, your, is this a thing or have you just made this up? I know playing that a load of times, Jay, is not going to mask the fact whether it's real or not. Right, you made it up, didn't you? You made it up. Seattle Seahawks at Atlanta Falcons. Two questions for you. First of all, who wins the game? Seahawks. Second of all, who would win? An actual Seahawk or an actual Falcon? I don't know. Do you know what? I don't know what a Seahawk looks like. Now, this like. is interesting because I assumed it would say this because I had no idea either. Okay. Let me read it to you. Please tell me. The Osprey, or more specifically the Western Osprey, open brackets, I'm not going to do that, no. uh, also called Seahawk, Riverhawk and Fishhawk, is a something fish-eating bird of prey with a cosmopolitan range. Large raptor reaching more than 60 centimetres in length and 180 centimetres across the wings. So they should be called the Ospreys, really. They should make it doesn't sound, sound as good though, does it? Sounds rugby league. Sounds, yeah, it sounds midweek, not many people watching rugby league match for me, Ospreys. It doesn't the Ospreys Come on, Ospreys, yeah, come on. We rubbish. Can drink out on the terraces because it's a gentleman's game. But Seattle Seahawks, meanwhile, it's got a so bit of a uh, I feel like it's 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 a little bit flashy. I would say if it came down to the wire, Seahawk versus a Falcon, they both peck each other's eye out. And they both die instantly. Do you think? Yeah. That's not how it works, though. Like, you don't just go blind and die. No, they would do. The, 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 the peck of the eye would be the last part of the oh, battle. Oh, right, I understand. It'd be horrible to watch. Uh, you know, I would say <laughs> that birds like that would fight. Like, you've ever watched the two girls fight in the, in the, on the yard when you're at school? Yeah. And you're, as a lad, you stood there going, this is brutal. It's like a prison fight. That's what it would be like. Awful. Awful to watch. So you're saying... If- so you're saying it'd be a tie, essentially? Yes, it'd be a tie. How many, how many points in this? It'd be absolutely like <laughs> None. 15 all tie. It's <laughs> all tie. That's what it'd be. Um, and uh, it's, a, it's Wembley, first game at Wembley this weekend, Bush as well, uh, LA Rams versus Cincinnati Bengals uh, in London. I think initially, maybe if you looked at the beginning of the season, you'd be thinking, well, the LA Rams are all over this. Has anything changed going into uh, the, the game at Wembley? Well, I got obsessed with the, the Rams when they were part of the All or Nothing documentary yeah. series. So I was kind of watching that and I love the fact that it was part of their transition when they move stadiums they've not moved into their fancy stadium yet no that's no, not yet no. still building it but um, I don't know what it is I think any time when you have a, a team pop up and shock everyone like say Leicester that one season in the Premier mm. League everyone works out how to play them and, and I still stick to my earlier statement I, I, I do think that people have worked out the Rams a little bit with their weird because like, they only run like two plays but about five or six different looks off jet that one jet sweep this jet sweep, sweep that, that. Yeah. so I don't know I think people have worked it out a little bit but and Todd Gurley not necessarily he's not the same player as he was last season give someone loads of money uh, it's like it's the difference between uh, you know when you've got like a, well one of the best seasons I don't want to keep going on about Everton but one of the best seasons we ever had was when a load of players were into the last year of their contract and they're, they're, they're wanting to prove themselves the moment sometimes people get a big new contract they just lose it I don't know what it is I think that to be fair he's got something up with his knee I'm not sure what it is well, everyone says he's alright wasn't but... he badly injured before and that, that that was the thing So last season yeah. yeah so it was like 
he has injury form, and it's such a brutal position to play in. You're yeah. just getting headbutted by everyone all the time. So, well, that's the worst thing about being in that position. I think is that the, you're not necessarily the headbutting, but the uh, the uh, the fact that you're in the most likely position probably to get injured. I think. Do you know what I, I like about Todd Gurley the yeah. most? Well, two things. First of all, he's like the third. Todd Gurley yeah, the third. Love it. I love that. I would. I think we need to bring that in over here in, in England. Well, do you know? You know. Go on. Tell the other one. Go on. Patrick got... Mahomes. Yeah. The second. Yeah. Carter. Um, off of you being God bless him. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Um, he um, he is Carter. His name is Glenn Carter the second. However, and this is something I do go on about, and I mentioned it. We mentioned it um, with the around, around the NFL guys uh, when I spoke to them as well. Um, they. Uh, his last name is not Carter, and then it's just the second on his birth certificate is Carter the second. So his his dad is just Carter, and he on his birth certificate is Carter the second. I like that. I, like I, I I think we should bring more of that in. I just would love to be like that. Andy Bush the third. Andy Bush the third. Does that, sound, it sounds fancy, doesn't it? That'd be good. Well, actually, it'd be Andrew Bushenfeld, wouldn't it? Andrew Bushenfeld the third. That sounds much better. Um, but the other thing I like about Todd Gurley, I was watching a game last season, and uh, he could have run in a touchdown and decided not to, and sat on his bum and made the clock tick over. Good lad. And when he was just seeing the game out good for lad. the Rams, and that stayed with me. Fantasy I thought, footballers hate him. Todd yeah. Gurley, I like you for that. Um, now uh, you're not uh, pick it, by the way. Rams Bengals. Rams. Okay. I think it will be the Rams. Yeah. Now, uh, obviously, Carter's not here at the moment, so we're not going to do uh, Don't Want to Be an American Football Idiot. I thought we would do, be, do since you're here, Bush, Don't Want to Be uh, a Soccer Idiot. Okay. Uh, and essentially, again, just questions about America, but this one's got a bit of a slight twist to it, okay? Okay. Uh, this is done by... Rui. Rui did one a few weeks ago, and he sent in another one, right? Okay, so this is from him. This is too long. And it's not. It's never long this enough. This sound effect is too long. I will do it again if you talk over it. I this just I'm pointing out it's too long. I think I'm, I'm on behalf of the podcast listeners, I, I reckon you're losing them by this point because the sound effect's too long. It's not going to help. That is a wind This is now a wind-up. All right. Who do you reckon will win in a fight? Ethan Hunt from Mission Impossible or James Bond from 007? Uh, Bond, 100% Bond, because our Bond was there first. They copied him with what's his name off the other one. I like uh, how Rui says James Bond off of 007. Off of 007, <laughs> which is, I think, the actual technical description of it. Yeah, I think it is. Uh, cheers for this, Bush. Appreciate you uh, coming in again, co-hosting it again with me, uh, Rock and Roll American Football. Um, if you've uh, just listened for the first time or maybe you know listen every week and you haven't subscribed, go and do that. Rate... Uh, five out of five, please. That would be absolutely lovely. Uh, and leave a review, if you could be ever so kind. Um, Bush, I think it's fair to say that, you know, when, we, when we, we had around the NFL on, you know, they work for the NFL. They know yeah. a lot of stuff yes. about the NFL, don't, don't they? They but do. At least, at least we have never asked the question, What is a fryer? The Rock and Roll American Football Podcast. Absolute Radio.